Zed of Movies. My name is Colin on the sea, and back joining me is Zijan the Zed. Welcome back, Zijan. Hey, Colin. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. Um, Are we going to pretend that it's the New Year right now? We're going to pretend it's 2018. (laughs) Because this will come out (laughs) in the New Year, even though we're recording at least a week before that. But who cares? The wonders of, you know, anything. No one will ever know. How has your 2018 been, Colin? Oh, it's been awesome. I won the lottery. Oh, awesome. Can you share some of the money with me? Weird, because I don't even play the lottery. Um, (laughs) The numbers were 4, 16, 37. (laughs) Um, Yes. I think we've. I think the game's been given away. But I had a lovely Christmas. Did you have a nice Christmas, Susan? Yeah, it was nice and sunny in Sri Lanka where I was. Yes. But I'm severely jet lagged right now. So if you hear like a silence, okay. it means I've fallen asleep. Okay, I can work out my my. Podcast. I can work out my impression of you, and I can do both sides of this conversation. Okay. Yeah. Good. <laughs> do that then. I've always been wanting to listen to this. What the listeners don't know is that was me just then. Um, that was a. <laughs> I've got the laugh down. Um, yeah, we, you came back to this country to snow and ice and all sorts, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, wonderful. <laughs> uh, um, today we are looking back on 2017. We are looking forward to 2018. Basically, we're doing what we did last time. Yeah, that seemed to work, so we're doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, and much, much more. Actually, to be honest, not that much more. That's, that's, basically, no. that's basically it, really. Oh, there's, we've got the first quiz of 2018, of course. Um, yeah. The films of Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Um, but as ever, we start with some news. And do you have any news? Yeah, as I was mentioning to you before we started recording, Colin, yes. it's usually the run-up to Christmas. There, there isn't really much. I mean, I'm trying to scrape the barrel right yeah. now. But, I mean, I do know, okay, the first bit of news I have oh, is yes. that the Andy Serkis Jungle Book movie. Yes. You know, and we both know that Andy Serkis is making a Jungle Book film. It's called Mowgli. It's going to be called Mowgli. Yeah. Yep. I didn't. I didn't know there was such a big star-studded cast that he got assembled. Oh yeah. Did you know that Christian Bale is in it? Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch. I knew Christian Bale was in it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Benedict Cumberbatch is in it, and Kate Blanchett. Okay. It's basically as well. All the uh, all the remaining actors who weren't in the uh, the Disney Jungle Book. <laughs> yeah, pretty much though, and <coughs> I mean he has a high bar. Yeah, really, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm I'm not, I'm not optimistic about this, <laughs> but who knows? Yeah, it sounds like it's going to focus on the only human character in it quite heavily if it's called Mowgli. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they couldn't really call it Jungle Book again, could they? Because it's going to confuse people. But. Exactly. But it's going to be the same story, right? I mean, how different can the book can it be? I mean, I've not read the book before. No, I've not. I'm not too sure how the... The book differs from the film, anyway. So. Well, I think there's not there's not a lot of story in the book, is from what I from what I've read. I said I've not read okay. the book, so it's basically just a lot of episodes of him going seeing different animals. So there's probably a lot that can work around it. Hmm. Um, that was also my top item of news. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, um, so, <clears throat> so I'm got a bit of a cough. It seems um, Paramount apparently want to do a virtual reality cinema. Um, which apparently, so you're familiar with virtual reality headsets and all this. Uh, yeah. The way they want to do this is you'll sit down in your living room and then you'll put on this thing and it'll be like going to the cinema. So you'll, be, you'll see the lobby, you'll meet up with your friends maybe, see, see some uh. popcorn. <laughs> um, and they're launching this with Top Gun, uh, that modern, modern hit. Um, I, of course. I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much the opposite of an early adopter. I'll, I will... 
I will never catch up with. I'm still buying DVDs, but uh, I don't see why you'd want to do this. We already have a way of watching films in our living room. It's called a TV. Yeah. Yes. Exactly, and I thought the whole point of watching it in the living room so is we can avoid like going the whole going through the cinema process, yeah. and hence, yeah, why do we need to? I mean, simulate that. If you, anyway. who wants to go to a cinema lobby? I mean, surely you go there to buy the popcorn exactly. rather than just to experience being in a lobby. <laughs> yeah, why? Anyway, I don't understand this. I, I may have, I mean, there may be more to it than I'm aware of at the moment, but um, but then I, I saw there's there's people I saw online trying to sell an augmented reality Star Wars game, and it mm. looks absolutely dreadful. Uh, it feels that <laughs> they're another podcast. In fact, they're being sponsored by these people. So if they want to sponsor us, I'm sure I can say it's great. But uh, it just it feels like this is kind of technology that might be good in five years' time, but people will look back on this as being hilariously poor. No, I mean, like, nowadays, even 3D isn't being, you know, no. isn't like the big thing that most people hoped it was going to be. I, I highly doubt that the moving movie watching experience would change that much in the next five years um, and to be fair though I don't think I would appreciate having something over my head at the moment no to watch a film given that it's not that difficult to watch yeah. a film it's not like exploring like Mount Everest or going to yeah. Antarctic yes. where obviously it's physically more demanding than although, you know although, buying a ticket yeah. in the cinema although you try watching Top Gun in the cinema these days no, no one's showing it this might be your only way <laughs> they're doing a remake of it aren't they oh they're making a sequel oh yeah. so there there you go just watch the sequel I will it's got Tom Cruise in it mm. and therefore you will as well Zijan <laughs> no <laughs> he must do more than one <laughs> film a year maybe uh, you got any, any more news at all uh, not that I want to mention <laughs> uh. <laughs> well there are some other few bits and bobs that came about the trailer from Mamma Mia 2 Here We Go Again came out it did uh, it was fun. <laughs> the 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 trailer for Ocean's Eight came out as well. Oh yeah, which didn't show a lot, but yeah. But I mean, yeah, the good yeah, it's a good cast of yeah. I've been, um, they've been pushing that on for a while. I've been looking forward to it, but uh, maybe that will feature in our twenty eighteen preview. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, I don't have much more. Uh, Edgar Wright apparently has expressed interest in doing Baby Driver two. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think Baby Driver is a great film, but I, I'm not sure it's a kind of should have a sequel kind of film uh, I, I like I love the fact that Edgar Wright picks new properties or new thing kind of he does something different uh, I think it's a mistake to go back personally there you go and um, Brian Singer has been replaced by Dexter Fletcher on the film Bohemian Rhapsody which happened quite a while ago now uh, oh, okay I mentioned it only because uh, you may remember and you and I discussed Brian Singer's absence from that film Yes, uh, our listeners won't know because I cut it after I got worried that I might get sued for slander. Because um, <laughs> of first, yeah, because people, because people listen to our podcast, right? <laughs> That's right. Well, I hope it's not, it's not just you and me, surely. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought I better not um, put it up. But there you go, he's gone. Uh, I'm just, I'm saying no more this time. But he's gone. Uh, and the Dexter Fletcher apparently was the original director who left the film like a year and a half ago, wasn't it? Yeah, and they came well, crawling back. I think that's one of the films that I'm looking forward to next year, but that will hmm. be discussed in the f- the next uh, one hmm. of the sections. But yeah, as you say, not a lot of news happening. Oh, Hasbro. Hasbro reckons they're going to have a cinematic <laughs> universe. Uh, of course they are. <laughs> uh, so they've announced dates for G.I. Joe 3, uh, Dungeons & Dragons, and something called Micronauts, which I've never heard of. But apparently is like small astronauts or something. Another cinematic universe, because uh, the dark universe went <laughs> so well, didn't it? I mean, are there, 
Are there any cinematic universes that have gone well apart from Marvel? I mean, I mean, you can argue that Harry Potter one is still going, right? Yeah, that's true. And I suppose the X Men universe has gone well recently. Yeah, well, now it's going to be Marvel, part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe now. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, the Hasbro. I, I don't hold out great hopes to the Hasbro universe. <laughs> we should move out of New, shouldn't we? Nothing's happening. Yeah, let's be honest. Nothing's happened in the past two weeks. Everyone's <laughs> celebrating Christmas. Yeah. Uh, but we have our famous segment to see or not to Z. Uh, we're talking about films we've seen recently, whether you should see them or not Z them. I've yes. I've been seeing loads of films this week, actually. I mean, all these films I'm trying to get in before the year ends. I saw a few films as well, more than usual. Oh, yeah. So I'm not too sure whether uh, I should like put them all down right now or should I just save them up for next time when I'm doing what I've oh, yeah. seen any yeah. films. Yeah, in six, <laughs> six months' time, like, well, last Christmas, I watched. <laughs> uh, why, why don't you pick one of them and, uh, and tell us? I'll pick two. Okay. Because I just saw one today, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, I saw The Greatest Showman. Oh, that was going to be mine. I saw it yesterday. Yeah, starring Hugh Jackman. Yes. Uh, Zephron. Zephron. Are we calling him Zephron? Zephron. Uh, Zendaya. Oh, yes. Yep. And Michelle Williams and Rebecca Ferguson, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. Yeah. So, basically, it's... Um, it has the music of Pesach and Paul. And for those who do not know, they were the ones who uh, did La La Land. Yes. Did the music behind La yeah, La Land. Yeah, yeah. And given the success of it, um, there was a lot of hype for this one. And it's it's about the story of P.T. Barnum. Effectively the inventor of the circus. Yes, yeah. exactly. And Hugh Jackman plays him. And it's essentially a musical, by the way, in case you haven't got it, it, it from it the fact a musical. that... It's one of those musicals that the first thing they do is sing a song and just let you know it's a musical. I appreciated that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I thought it was an okay film. Hmm. I thought it was more style over substance. Okay. I'm not too sure what you think about it, but it felt like at times that there wasn't a lot of emotional depth to it. Oh, really? Like, things get resolved very quickly. Uh, between scenes like they introduce a conflict and then it gets resolved quite quickly there wasn't like a proper yeah. you know a... I, 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 I enjoyed it so I had a good time with it um, mm. I I kind of see what you mean I mean it's, if it's quite a an unadventurous narrative path where things yeah. things go well for him then everything goes really badly then things go well again you can kind of you can see where it's coming going a mile off but um I, I thought you had great performances. Uh, I mean, that, that's a great cast you've just listed. Uh, I think, and and unlike La La Land, which which I love, but not La La Land, the, the cast could both sing and dance. Um, yep, definitely. Like Hugh Jackman can definitely out sing pretty much everyone on La La Land. Yes, and the choreography I thought was great, uh, really zippy. Um, I guess what I felt, but it was, the songs felt a bit more kind of High School Musical than I was expecting. Uh, it's quite. I mean, Zac Efron and Zendaya, both kind of Disney alumnus, uh, alumni, aren't they? They're, so he's obviously done High School Musical. She was doing Disney Channel things that I don't know much about. Um, so I mean, that's understandable. But I was kind of expecting more from those those songwriters. I think. I thought the songs sounded very similar to each other. Hmm. I mean, th- th- this is uh, what is it called? Uh, oh, what is it? This is me. Yes, oh, I think it's a fantastic song. I love that song. I've been playing. Yeah, I thought well, but... I thought it was a good song. As, I thought it was a very good song as well. Hmm. It sung really, really well. And I've seen like, if you go online on YouTube right now, you can see the pre-production when oh, yeah. she was singing it to the producers before they were pitch- when they were pitching the film. Okay, and that performance is excellent. But I thought the way that they put that 
song into this film, for example, it felt a bit shoehorned in. Okay. Like even in the in the musical, most songs get woven seamlessly through the narrative mm. of the film, narr- narrative of the plot. But in this film, for example, it feels like they have a really really good song they wanted to put in, but right. they didn't know how to do it well. Okay. Enough. I thought, and they created a. You know, a very subplot for that. And it didn't just deliver... It didn't take all the boxes for me, in that okay. sense. Oh, I, I, no. I, I didn't know from that. I thought, I thought it made sense because they're these kind of freaks and they're trying to be seen and and, and kind of uh, say, yeah, I don't care what you think about me. Here I am. Um, yeah, I thought it was a bit pain by numbers, but I, I enjoyed it. I'd watch it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also think this has <clears throat> struck me as we were discussing it, is it the only film in which there's a, a love and a kind of romantic pairing between two people, both the actors whose names begin with a Z? Probably. And that is possibly no. <laughs> the near future for a long time. <laughs> at Cedar Dead and Movies on Twitter. Cedar Dead and Movies <laughs> at gmail.com. Let us know if you can think of any other film that has a romantic pairing where the actors are both called names beginning with Z. Uh, I'm not expecting a lot of feedback on that one. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no. but I'd say definitely want to see myself it's got some bad reviews actually got one star on the times but I'd say definitely see it I don't know whether you'd agree with that or yeah I think I think it's a good uh, I think it's a good Christmas film yes yeah. it's a good family film I think I think it works for what it is speaking of good family film um, today I saw Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle uh, oh the new one yeah yeah how is it? I wanted to check it out. Uh, I think yeah, I, I I had a good time with it. Again, it's it's nothing. It doesn't uh, stray very far from where you think it's going to go. But um, yeah, I think families, will, kids will enjoy this. So certainly, the cinema I was in, there seemed to be a lot of kids enjoying it, including at least one who was sat in my assigned seat. <laughs> I had to sit. I had to sit almost. In, I think I was in the second row because I had to go and move away. I thought I won't turf a kid out of the seat and sit in the middle of this family. That would be a, that'd be weird. Uh, yeah, no, a very charming cast. It's The Rock. It's um, uh, Kevin Jack Hart, Black. Jack Black, Kevin Hart, Karen Gillan—they're uh, all great. Um, yeah, no, it's 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 good fun. I I'd say, why not? I'd see it again. I'm not, it, yeah, because I was reading the reviews for Jumanji the second. I think uh, I think people thought there was much much better than expected. People had yeah. very low hopes to it. Yeah. With, so I yeah I'd I'd say personally I think it's better than the first one, but uh, it's quite glossy. But um, I I I think there probably will be a sequel. Based on the, how well it's done and, and those, those characters, so I'd, I'd watch a sequel. Hmm. Uh, so, what, what was your second one? Oh yes, so I saw this film on my flight back. Oh yeah, and we know flight how flights are good for watching films that you've always wanted to see but didn't. Yes. So this this film I saw was a ghost story. Ooh, I've I've ordered that on DVD, but uh, it hasn't arrived yet. Yeah, so you've not seen it, right? No. So for those who don't know, this stars Casey Affleck. Okay. Uh, obviously, after his, uh, what's the name of the other film that he Man- he watched? Manchester by the That's Sea. It. Yeah, after his win from Manchester by the Sea, so he stars as a ghost, and <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure uh, you have, you may have seen the the billboard poster before. The ghost is essentially a sheet over a person over yes, him. It's, it's a low budget uh, effect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, low budget effect. I think it's yeah. so. It stars Casey Affleck and Rooney Mara. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it's basically the story about um, how Casey Affleck's character um, died and becomes a ghost and appears and tries and console his wife who is played by Rooney Mara yeah I've heard good things about this which is why I've yep. um, it. <laughs> so it's definitely not good uh, 
plain film. Okay. <laughs> because it's, <laughs> I think it, it has quite a lot of, um, you know, when you, I don't know about you, Colin, but when I'm on the flight, I used, like to watch something more light and fluffy. Yes, I'd agree with that. Because, yeah. you know, it, and this is not one of those you, films. You don't want to cry with, with strangers next to you. I hear you. <laughs> yeah, de- definitely not that. But even then, I'm going to give you an example of okay. what this film does. There's a scene uh, after Casey Affleck's uh, character's death yes. where you see Rooney Mara's character eating a pie okay. on the floor right. and you see the ghost looking at her. Okay. This film, this, uh, this scene was shot so much... Uh, in such a way that Rooney Mara pr- practically finished half the pie okay. in that one shot. <laughs> that took about three to four minutes long right. watching Rooney Mara eating pie. I'm sure there's a I'm sure there's a market for it. Um. <laughs> of course, it, it's silent because the ghost doesn't speak. <laughs> yep. So you're basically watching Rooney Mara eating pie okay. for wonder, a long time. I wonder how many takes she did of that. That's gonna. <laughs> you know. And, and keeping her figure as all that as yeah. well as well yeah but I think um, I do understand why where they're going with this because um, it's pretty much there, there wasn't there isn't much conversations going on yep um, it, it basically follows Rooney Mara's character for, for a time uh, after his death and because of that obviously it would be weird if she's speaking to herself yes okay <laughs> in his absence so there are a lot of periods where it's very quiet um, and felt very slow when it when I was on my flight okay but, uh, so, but overall good bad overall I thought it was a good film okay it's another, it's um, another to see um, I think yeah I think you'll enjoy it I but bear in mind that it can be quite slow okay. at times yeah. I will do that there you go um we we move on to our review of 2017, the year that was, um, and just like last year, uh, you are doing the Coddies. We have the, uh, well, the I, I call this ones the C to Z Awards. Coddies is like <laughs> Coddies is something on my on my blog. Which um, hey, if you want to check that out, it will appear in giant. No, Colin J Thomas Credit UK. You're not you're not plugging <laughs> your own blog on this podcast, Colin. Uh, well, you can edit it out if you want, uh, but I'll just, <laughs> I, I'm going to just keep saying it throughout. Colin J. Thomas, Um That's going to be my answer to every question in the quiz. Um, <sighs> right. well, yeah, do that, Colin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do that. I'm happy for you to do that. Fine. Uh, so I'll get out some awards. Uh, I don't know whether you've prepared anything, Zizan. I guess not. I have my worst film of the year. Okay, I look forward. To, I, can, I can probably guess that, but I look forward to. Yeah, you know why it is, Colin. <laughs> you know exactly why it is. Is it the mummy? Yes. yes. There you go. Yeah. Fine. It stars your favorite actor oh, of all time. It does. Um, some of these you will be able to uh, contribute to, I'm sure. Um, mm. But we start with the the most pointless cameo of the year. So lo- last <laughs> last year we did the best cameo. This year it's most pointless. Um, okay. Uh, nomination uh, for Lupita yeah. Nyong'o in the Last Jedi. I know you've not seen the Last Jedi yet, but. Um, nope. But she was in the Force Awakens as well. She wasn't was, she? Uh, in, and she oh. turns up for like five seconds in uh, Last Jedi. Basically. She plays the weird alien with big eyes. Mas Kanata, that's right. Um, so basically, she turns up via some weird video screen thing to say, "Oh, I could help you, but I'm busy. Try this other guy." Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, she must, she doesn't have a lot of work nowadays, anyway. <laughs> she's going to be in. Um, I mean, she's not. Um, anyway, second nomination. Um, 
it's from Kingsman the Golden Circle. I could have chosen various people, but it's uh, it's Channing Tatum for this one. Um, who? Oh, yeah, I agree with that quite a lot, yeah. actually. Uh, we discussed that on our Kingsman Golden Circle podcast. You want to go back to that? Um, but the winner, um, never in doubt, was Andy Garcia for the film Passengers. Uh, have you seen Passengers? I have seen Passengers. Do you remember the, the you? guy who opens a door at the end and doesn't say anything? That is famed actor Andy Garcia. What? Why? Where? Where? What, what door at the end? Well, so for, spoilers for passengers, but um, you know, there's that crew that comes on at the end and sees that it's all covered in trees and stuff. Yes. Yeah, that's Andy Garcia, who is uh, <laughs> who's quite a famous actor. And apparently, they cut a lot of his stuff. Um, yeah, I, don't, I think he even got a, a title card in, in the opening credits. I could be wrong. Anyway, there you go. Well, congratulations on your win, Andy. And, uh, if you'd like to say a few words, no? Okay, doesn't want to say anything. Um, best. It's f- a quick cameo after all. Yeah. Best film I never got round to seeing. It's a repeat prize from last year. Um, so last year, I believe I said the best film I never got around to seeing was Nocturnal Animals, which turned out to be not that great, in my view. <laughs> um, anyway, nomination, uh, Breathe, which was uh, Andy Serkis' film directorial debut, starring Andrew Garfield as a guy. Uh, and Claire Foy. And Claire Foy, that's it. Um, with a, was it with polio, I think? Like um, second nomination is for Goodbye, Crystal Robin. Uh, which is Donald Gleeson playing A.M. Mm-hmm. Uh But the winner is The Disaster Artist. Uh, starring With James Franco. That's it. Um, the story behind uh, the film The Room, which I really wanted to see. And in fact, I would have seen this week, but it's only showing at like 11 p.m. So, uh, yeah. do, you have a, do you have any films you... you or do you have, do you have a nom- a, a, an award for best film you never got around to seeing? This is a good question, because um, I'm pretty sure there are a lot of films... That came out. I, okay, I didn't see um, Baby Driver. There you go. So I want to see that. That's on Netflix now. Yeah, it was on, on my plane home as well, but I thought it was too serious. But that, that's why I watched a okay. ghost story instead. Oh, <laughs> it's on Netflix? It might not be. Um, okay, uh, award three. It's another repeat award. It's the Joseph Gordon Levitt Award for being in everything. Um, well, not anymore, is it? Not anymore, no. You probably have to change the award name. We actually call it the Jeremy Irons Award for being in everything because he won last yeah. year. Um, <laughs> well, there's there's four people tied for second place. Um, J.K. Simmons, Robin Wright, Brie Larson, and Karen Gillan all appeared in three films each. That I saw. Uh, I won't list. Them. Busy. I won't list them all, but uh, um, you'll have to believe me. I, I think there might be more people who win Wonder Woman and in Justice League and in something else. But I think Robin Wright is the only one who she was in those two and in um, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Uh, but the winner is Scarlett Johansson, who was in four films that I saw. Uh, Ghost in the Shell uh, Sing Oh you saw that I saw Ghost in the Shell Yeah yeah uh, You saw Sing as well I saw Sing I saw that That was a plane film I watched that on the plane Oh okay yeah uh, Rough Night Also a plane film We should definitely do A plane film podcast yes. Yeah That was a weird film um, And uh, a brief cameo In Thor Ragnarok So there you go Four Four Scarlett Johansson films And I'm sure Was she in Thor Ragnarok? Yes she was on. She appeared on the video screen. Oh, that doesn't count. Well, I'm sure they paid her. <laughs> they probably took the footage from the previous Avengers film. Well, I'm, I'm sure they did. However, are you familiar with them? Back to the Future Two, where Crispin Glover, they, they took footage of Crispin Glover from Back to the Future and played it, and thought they would they didn't have to pay him, and then he sued them. So ever since then, most people get paid. 
or okay. po- positive change conduct. Anyway, um, the uh, award number four, it's it's another repeat award. I've put most of the repeats up, up front. Um, it's the uh, the Huntsman Winter's War Award for the film that no one wanted to see. Um, <laughs> uh, nomination, Triple X, Return of Xander Cage. Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a market for that. Is there? I mean, he was... <laughs> he was like, oh, I love those triple X films. I really hope there's a third one. Um, no, sure. Do, do, do you know anyone who's watched that film? No. Do you know? Is this called XXX? X? Yeah, I guess so. Did you know there was a triple X two as well? Is there really? It's probably starred Ice Cube. Oh, yeah, that, so this is the third film. This is the third one. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah. Um, second place. Uh, Near near the top, but uh, it was the Emoji Movie. Uh, yeah. But the winner... I, I forgot it came out this year. Yeah. Last year. I mean, this is 2018. Yes, well. yes this is 2018, January. Um, yeah, to be honest, I'd forgotten the Sander Cage one. Anyway, um, the winner... I, I may be showing some personal bias here, um, but the film... The winner of the film no one wanted to see uh, is Geostorm, uh, starring... <laughs> <laughs> Gerard Butler... <laughs> My least favorite actor. Yeah, yeah. This definitely shows some. Why would you have against Gerard Butler? <laughs> He's just so boring. Um, I've not seen any of those films, so they could all be great. But I mean, who was it? Who was like, oh, you know that? You know, the day after tomorrow in 2012. I really wish there was another one of those kind of films doing exactly the same thing again. Well, it's been a while since 2012, right? It has. <laughs> 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 there you go uh, moving on I, and I, Thomas, I was so close to putting Pirates of the Caribbean on this list but I thought there must be some people who wanted to see Pirates of the Caribbean it's got thing good reviews though did to it? be fair Pirates of the Caribbean yeah wow. it did but no one watched it I know I didn't um, mm, me neither um, award 5 for the most appearances in the same role it's a new award um, in third place we've got Robert Downey Jr who made his 8th appearance as Iron Man in, uh, in Spider-Man Homecoming <laughs> Wow, it's not bad. That includes, I think, like, yeah, it must include uh, cameo appearances. Yeah, it has to. Um, second place was Hugh Jackman with his ninth appearance as Logan. Uh, like Great film, Wolverine. Yes, good way to finish it. Good way to finish it. Yeah. Uh, well, if it is a finish, there's ru- there's still rumours about him appearing in Deadpool too, but uh, we shall see. Nine films. Nine films. Do you think that's impressive? The winner this year, uh, the most appearances in the same role, goes to uh, Anthony Daniels. Do you know who Anthony Daniels is? No. No, he's C-3PO um, in Star Wars. He's made his 11th film appearance. So basically he's been in every single Star Wars film. Um, he's also, this doesn't count to the was this, but I was looking at his IMDb. Um, he's credited in 28 other things playing C-3PO. If you include like TV series and, and video games and stuff. Wow. Well, you want something on your grave story. Yeah. I don't know get. if he's ever done anything else for... Uh, I assume he must have played a couple of the roles, but yes, he's not hard to get. It seems. Um, <laughs> Eleven. We should get him onto this podcast to play C three PO. Yeah, why not? Right. He'd do it for a fiver, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, following on from that, the fewest appearances in a role. Um, <laughs> Surely there's one, right? Well, you'd think so. Uh, the nomination: Kevin Spacey for all the money in the world. Uh, <laughs> Uh, which doesn't come out in this country till next year, but uh, he's, he's he's made an appearance in the trailer, but not in the film where he got replaced by Christopher Plummer. So yes, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. But the winner 
it's a tie between Tom Hardy, Prince Harry and Prince William um, for The Last Jedi because they all played Stormtroopers and they were all cut. Um, so, uh, <laughs> zero appearance. Why was Thomas Hardy playing a Stormtrooper? I guess he just must know uh, Ryan Johnson or something. Uh, or maybe just turned up yeah. to on set one day. Because, you know, Daniel Craig played one in uh, Force Awakens. So it seems to be... Huh. I'm sure Joseph Gordon-Levitt must have been one because he's been in all of uh, Ryan Johnson's films. We must have done something. Yeah, uh, one of them. So there you go. Uh, a big, a big <laughs> zero. Um, award seven, the best performance by a pop star. Um, nomina- wow. <laughs> nomination for Nick Jonas from Jumanji. Uh, he's, I didn't mention him in my, my, my Jumanji thing up there because he's not very good. Um, what was he there? What was he playing? Uh, he plays a guy he's also in the game basically he meets oh, he meets okay. up with the main four in the game um and apparently robin williams is in the film in archive footage but I, I didn't spot him in the archive footage so i'm a bit confused by that mm. anyway it's weird at one point in the game there's like um they see on a tree that there's all this tree house effectively someone's carved into well alan parish has carved into it uh alan parish lives here I'm thinking, how many of the people watching this film can remember that Robin Williams' cool. character was called Alan Parrish? Parrish, yeah. Anyway. Uh, I do. Well, there you go. <laughs> you, so did I, as it comes to that. Maybe everyone did. Uh, second place, Harry Styles for Dunkirk. Yep. Uh, but the winner is Elton John in Kingsman, The Golden Circle. Oh. Playing himself. <laughs> but too much, uh, so. <laughs> too much, so. Are you talking about best performances as well? I did got, yeah, I don't know why I said and Elton John won. I mean, there's Zendaya. That's true. Yeah, Zendaya. I keep pronouncing her name wrong. Is it Zendaya? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, yeah, she, I mean, I know she is a singer. She, I mean, it comes to that, Hayley Steinfeld's a, a singer, but she's an actress first, I guess. Not, That's true. Yeah, but I thought Zendaya was much better than Elton John in both She was much better, but out. then I think she's an actress now. Uh, but then is Harry Styles an actor now? That's so confusing. Nah, I highly doubt that. It, yeah, I suspect not. Did you see Dunkirk? I, I didn't watch Dunkirk. Loads of people loved that film. I, I was... I think I talked about it at the time, but there's basically... They just seems not to care about any of the characters in the slightest. Anyway, um, well, feel free to switch around Nick Jonas, Harry Styles and Elton John into whichever order you want. Um, or, th- <laughs> or throw in someone else. I can't think of anyone else, any other pop stars, but I didn't think that hard about it. Uh, Eminem was probably in a film. Um, the, the Award 8, the Anna Kendrick You Should Fire Your Agent Award. Um <laughs> Still called that since last year, and I think probably fairly. Oh, poor Anna Kendrick. <laughs> now there's no more Pitch Perfect, perfect films to fall back on. What's she going to do? Anyway. I'm, I'm sure there are some other musicals that she can play. Yes. Uh, I saw her in Table 19 this year. It, yes, it, and? It was, it was fine. <laughs> um, it uh, is a slightly, slightly odd pacing and order of things happening. Anyway, um, the nomination is to uh, Joel Edgerton, uh, for Bright, uh, which is a massive that's, Netflix movie. There's a film on, yeah, the Netflix one with Will Smith, isn't it? It is. I'm, I'm, I'm actually watching. I'm about half an hour in. Like that. Um, but the reason he should fire his agent is because he's apparently had to spend like four hours in the makeup chair every morning to turn into an orc. Uh, he also so he's playing the partner of yeah, Will Smith's character. Yeah. But no one can tell because he's covered in orc makeup, and the film has got pretty bad reviews. So uh, has it really? Um, wow. But the winner. I'm afraid it's Tom Cruise. Um, <laughs> I love Tom Cruise. And in fact, he was an American made this year, which I thought he was very good in. 
uh, even if the film but, stunk a bit. But, but, but he was in the C to Z of movies official worst movie of the year, 2017, The Mummy. I, I, do you agree with me that it's the worst film of 2017? Then no, I don't actually. Um, I what? <laughs> no, I saw a lot of films. Um, I've seen how many films have I seen this year? I've seen 51 films from this year. Yeah. So I've seen worse ones than that. Um, I think the worst one I've seen is probably uh, What Happened to Monday, which is a Netflix film starring Nimi Rapaz. Yeah, that's quite bad, actually. <laughs> uh, there you go. Well, it's too late. You've already given out the awards, and I can't go back on it now. It's, it's the that's moment. true. That's true. I'm happy to give it to the moment. <laughs> he deserves it. Um, award nine, getting close now. Uh, it's the, the Woody Allen Award for gratuitous casting of yourself in your own film. <laughs> Um, just to say there are a couple of films where directors cast themselves uh, successfully so Denzel Washington uh, in Fences he he directed that and he's brilliant in it Uh, James Franco directed Disaster Artist which I didn't realise and apparently that's good Uh, but third um, third place is Kenneth Branagh for Murder in the Orient Express yep I expected that Uh, second place is Ben Affleck for Live by Night uh, who's there really because he appears in all his films (laughs) you really should I mean, he stars in pretty much all his films. Anyway, um, but the winner, and this actually might be the worst one I've seen this year, is uh, Warren Beatty for Rules Don't Apply. This is probably more of a niche award than some of the ones I've mentioned. Um, he basically, it, it's a film about the people surrounding Howard Hughes, so like the chauffeur and uh, this girl who thinks she's going to become a, a movie star. And then it basically becomes a film about Howard Hughes and Warren Beatty uh, cast himself as Howard Hughes. And it's, it's just a, it's a huge mess. Okay, I will not watch that. Then. Don't bother. Uh, the final award, uh, award number ten, um, the best film in which a rage-filled superhero is brought back to his senses by hearing the voice of his red-headed love interest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in second place is Justice League, uh, where, where Superman uh, hears Lois Lane's voice. Uh, but the winner is Thor Ragnarok with uh, the Hulk hearing Scarlett Johansson's uh, Black Widow's voice. Yeah, it's very niche. <laughs> it's very niche, but there you go. And it got me thinking, Zijan, about red-headed love interests in superhero films, uh-huh. as I often do. Because um, there's a big year for that as well. Pepper Potts returning uh, uh, to well in, in, in um, Spider-Man: Homecoming, but controversially, she's not red-headed, there, right? She's red-headed. Well, oh, she? red, red, ready blonde. I don't know, strawberry blonde, something like that. Ah, uh, yeah. But um, we talked about this at the time. I wasn't happy at the time. I'm still not happy. I think Zendaya is a great actress. Well, great. She's a good actress. But where? Yes, but you wish. Where was the red raging. hair? <laughs> where was the red hair? I'm outraged. She's not Mary Jane. <laughs> She's MJ. She's MJ. It's <laughs> different. Uh, yeah. There you go. That's the CZ Awards uh, for another year. That, that's a good list that's a good list but what's your favourite film of the year my favourite film of the year is La La Land as expected yeah it's no, no big surprise that was our f- first podcast of the year I think um, it was such a long time well, ago but back then I wasn't after the first viewing I wasn't entirely sure I watched it again I think yeah this is this is my favourite and there hasn't been any better film within the entire year not for me uh, and what was your favourite film of the year uh, I've, li- I've listed a few films that I enjoyed the year okay um, so La La Land's there yep. Moonlight is there Blade Runner 2049 is there that's very good, yeah. very good. Yeah. Colossal The Big Sick I like oh, them Colossal. I, 
I saw it. I, I wouldn't put it in my uh, my top films, but um, some oh. interesting ideas. Wonder Woman, okay, is great. Yeah, yeah. And so is Logan. I yeah, really enjoyed yeah. all of them. It's been a, yeah, surprisingly, no Marvel films appeared in any of the films I enjoyed okay. this year. It's been a good. Not even Guardians too. It was okay, but it wasn't. It doesn't beat Wonder Woman or Logan. I say I think it's been a good year for superhero films. Um, I wasn't wasn't blown away by Spider Man. Um, and Justice League had its flaws, but uh, but yeah, Logan, Guardians of the Galaxy two, Wonder Woman, all uh, all very good. I thought. Mm. Well, wait till we do next year's. There are so many superhero films coming out next what year. What a segue, Zijan! What a segue into our preview <laughs> yeah. of twenty eighteen. Um, so twenty eighteen so far has been okay, hasn't it, Zijan? It's been okay so far. These first few days of twenty eighteen, not we've been not too bad. It's been cold. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So you won the lottery. I won the lottery. That was that was pretty good. Yeah, um, <laughs> those, those are the two main events. Um, so we're going to talk about the films we're looking forward to. Um, we're not going to talk in detail about superhero films because we'll have loads of time to do that. But I will quickly list off all the superhero films I think happening next year, and you can tell me Jeez. the one that you're looking forward to most and the one you're looking forward to least. Uh, yep. So we have Black Panther, The New Mutants, Avengers: Infinity War, Deadpool Two, Ant Man and the Wasp, Venom, X Men: Dark Phoenix, and Aquaman. I think that's it. Okay, uh, Incredibles 2. Oh, Incredibles 2, yes, of course. Which, obviously, is the one that I'm most looking forward to. Okay. At least? It has to be X-Men Dark Phoenix. Okay. Yeah, because I think it's run its course. Yeah, Apocalypse was a bit uh, poor, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't think Sophie Turner is a good no. Jean Grey. No. So, given that she's going to be the main character for the next film, yeah. I really don't see it being good in any way um, so I, I think probably the new mutants is the one I'm looking forward to at least in as much as it's a horror thing and I'm not going to watch it but of the ones I'm going to watch I'd agree with that um, the one I'm looking forward to most is Infinity War um, but I might not Incredibles 2 though more than Incredibles 2 yeah. sorry uh, but I'm actually I'm becoming more and more intrigued by Venom because I was you may recall I bet all our listeners that this wouldn't happen but it's definitely happening um <laughs> And it's got a, got a very good cast. I'm trying to think. Who's, Tom Hardy is playing Venom, but um, there's some I can't remember who's who's signed up to it now. But there were some good names being being mentioned. So I'm um, I'm intrigued to see what Sony do with this because at uh, least whatever it is, it'll be something we've not seen before, which will be uh, intriguing. That that's true. Deadpool two is coming out next year as well, right? Yep, that was in my list. Were you not? Okay. Were you not listening? Well, I couldn't keep up. There's so many of them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I didn't watch, I've not watched Deadpool 1, so uh, I'm not that excited about Deadpool 2. Yeah, well, I'm definitely looking forward to Avengers Infinity War as well. I mean, it's the the penultimate film. Yeah, well, it's not really, well, right, but they, but... They're saying there's going to be an ending, but yeah. We... Um, Michelle Williams, of course, is, uh, is, is finally signed up for Venom, and there's talk of Woody Harrelson as well. So it's, um, it's looking like a good cast. Yeah. Uh, okay. Do you want to kick us off in uh, in twenty eighteen films? Actually, but before, before you do that, I just like to say the film that you were, one of the films you were most looking forward to in twenty seventeen was Molly's Game, um, which apparently doesn't come out till twenty eighteen. So I guess you're still looking forward to that one. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's it's already um, it's out in America, but it's not out over here yet. So. It's it's a while. Well, yeah. I say that it it's out on the first of January. So by the time you listen to this, it is out. We have seen it. Yes. <laughs> I spent all my lottery money on tickets to Molly's game. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think 2018, apart from the superhero films, yes. 
there are a few things that I'm looking forward to right now. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to watching. Where did I put that? <laughs> Ready Player One. I thought that might be on the list. Yes. Yeah. Um, directed by Steven Spielberg. Uh, looking forward to that because there's going to be lots of video games references in it. Not just video. So, yeah, there's loads of pop culture. Isn't there? I've seen the trailer. We've got your DeLoreans turning up and your Iron Giants and all that. Yeah, yeah. loads of them. So plenty. Yeah, looking forward to that bit. I'm actually looking forward to I Tonya. Yeah, again, that's come out in America, but not, but not here. Um, yeah, looking at all the films that are getting Oscar buzz, which are not out yet in the UK. Do, I think Tonya. So yeah, sorry. Do, do you want to tell the listeners yeah. what I Tonya is? Maybe we're just about to do that. So <laughs> yeah, so like I Tonya is probably the one that I'm looking forward to the most out of the rest. I think some of them like three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. So, I think that's one of them. So we should probably explain what I, Tonya is. Is it uh, oh, yeah. Margot Robbie playing Tonya Harding, uh, Ice Skater? Yes. But it looks like it's quite a comedic telling of her story. Yeah, well, it got nominated for a Golden Globe in the comedy. Doesn't always mean it's a comedy, though, does it? Oh. <laughs> Category. <laughs> uh, which I, I'd, I'd heard of Tonya Harding, but I didn't really. Apparently she broke a, a rival's legs or paid someone to pay for her speculated to have that Sorry, alleged. allegedly 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 yeah yes. don't another Brian Singer moment um, nope definitely not okay uh, th- um, three billboards are you going to watch that one so? I don't know depends on how much hype it gets I mean it's always a mid America kind of film and I'm never a fan of that because I can't really relate to that Fair enough. it seems yeah. uh, it seems a bit crude for my taste judging by the trailer yeah that's true and there, there is a film which was, um, which was directed by Gilmo del Toro as well, which is getting a bit of Oscar buzz, but I can't remember what the film was. Yes, uh, the, the Shape of Water. The Shape of Water, yeah, it stars a mute, uh, genital woman, played by Sally Hawkins, who you yeah, might know from in, films like Paddington and The Paddington Two. Who falls in love with a mythical creature, right? That's it. Um, kind of a sea creature. Yeah. Um, I, it's getting quite a lot of buzz. I when you when it sounds from that description like it'll be awful, but apparently it's very good. Um, and I, mm. yeah, I, I was watching Paddington too the other day. I finally finally got around to seeing it, and Sandy Hawkins is really good in that. So I think well, put her in a Oscar kind of film, and uh, yeah, I'll probably watch that. Mm, why not? Um, that's the darkest hour. Yeah, it's gotten good uh, reviews and good uh, for especially for Gary Oldman. Playing stick uh, as Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill, yeah. Um, yeah. Under many layers of prosthetics, um, but I mean, he's a fantastic actor, isn't he? So it's a yes. But yeah, I don't think he's ever won the Oscar. Though so people are talking about this might be his his time. I've read some of that. This is uh, the the favorite to be best picture, which I was a little bit surprised by. But because um, oh, it's wow. kind of thing, I think I don't know how much appeal it would have outside this country, but obviously, obviously it does. Because obviously, uh, the, the the British people like you and me, Zijan. Um, we, uh, like you and me, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely like me. Yes, uh, we love Winston Churchill, um, but uh, I didn't know the rest of the world cared that much about him. There you go. Me either. Yeah, so yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give that one a. Because there was another Winston Churchill film. Um, I think it was just called Churchill uh, earlier this year, which I don't didn't capture the imagination quite as much. I, did, I didn't see it, but. Uh, um, it uh, seemed to certainly from the trailers seemed to be trying to get the uh, the Brexit cinema goers quite heavily. It was very jingoistic. Uh, just see. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Not surprised. Uh, and then there was this Matt Damon film called Downsizing. Yeah. 
which got a lot of hype away at the beginning, but now I think it's all cooled down already. Well, people are getting a bit upset with Matt Damon at the moment. Oh, yeah, because of his comments yeah. recently. Which I think, uh, maybe slightly unfairly, though, he seems to... Say, he hasn't thought through everything he's saying, has he? Uh, no. But apparently there's also a bit of a racism uh, thing about this film, because the, there's a character uh, who's Asian and... Uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to, is she Vietnamese? Um... And apparently is portrayed in, in in a slightly racist way. Uh, oh really? Well, I, I thought she was really good in it though, because she's been picked for Hong at Chow, least a supporting yeah a supporting, a supporting actress nomination. Yeah, it's weird because I've seen heard that she's really good. Yeah, and been talked about for that. But um, apparently they kind of play her play a kind of comedic like her accent as it, laughing at the way she talks and stuff, which I, I I'd have no idea if that's true or not because I've not seen it. But that's kind of the rumor. But yeah, it looks oh. good. I mean, Alexander Payne, he did uh, the things like The Descendants, uh, which I thought was really good. Sideways, which I uh, wasn't really a fan of, but um, uh, Election. So yeah, I'll give that one a try. Uh, you've not mentioned um, The Post, which I'm looking forward to. Um, yeah, with uh, Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep. That's it. It's another Steven Spielberg. Um, and it's about The Washington Post with the Pentagon Papers, which I must admit I'd only vaguely heard of, but it's... I, I, as you know, I like a good old-fashioned journalism film. It's a good cast. It's a great cast, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep, they're basically Hollywood royalty there. Yes, right? yeah. And Steven Spielberg as well. Yeah, so uh, I'm sure this will get nominations. The other thing is, oh, I've seen the trailers, and it looks really kind of washed out. It's a, it seems a very odd choice of, of palette for the for the film. Kind of lots of, a bit like Bridge of Spies in some ways, I guess. So I'm, I, I'm sure... It's kind of thing that you'll be really glaring for the first five minutes, and then you'll never notice it again. But it seems a, an odd decision. Um, all the money in the world, which I mentioned earlier, where Christopher Plummer replaced Kevin Spacey. Apparently, Christopher Plummer is fantastic in that, and has been well, he's been nominated for Golden Globe. Um, wow. I think I was already quite keen to watch that one. I mean, um, and now I'm partly just intrigued to because see of how, the controversy. How well they it in. Yeah, but I was, even before that, I was thinking, oh, that looks pretty good. Michelle Williams and um, Mark Wahlberg pushing a pushing his limits a bit because he doesn't do particularly uh, uh, dramatic films no no he's done a couple of things like um, the... have you not seen Transformers 5 Colin <laughs> I haven't <laughs> I haven't seen that one no uh, he was good in Patriot's Day he was good in um, the one about the oil rig Deepwater Horizon but they're kind of mm. more action dramas than they are action, than they are drama dramas so. yep you're right um, one that I wasn't expecting to want to see but uh, the trailer looks pretty good it's a film called Lady Bird which is getting very good reviews over in America, um, written and directed by uh, Greta Gerwig and starring Saoirse Ronan. Uh, I think it's it's getting a lot of kind of, uh, because it's, there's not that many award-worthy films or at least not many award-receiving films that um directed by women. So I think it's getting a lot of kind of uh, press for that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, it looks, looks fun. Uh, I've not heard of that. Yeah, no, it's... Um, I say fun. I'm not sure fun's the right word, but it, it kind of looking into the life of this, this girl. Who I think presumably she's nicknamed Ladybird or something. But so uh, Ronan's generally pretty good. But apparently this is kind of a step up for her. So we'll see how it goes. Okay. Um, that's more or less it in terms of award films. I want to see. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll probably watch it in the first month or two. It's going to be lots of films. Yeah, to this, watch. this the last couple of years. Like I like watched loads of films in January, and then nothing in film. Uh, yeah. Uh, although this coming March we'll be watching uh, Tomb Raider, I expect. 
Yep, we're starring Alicia Vikander. Yeah, so we, the trailer's kind of look okay. They're not giving too much away at this stage. Um, I think she looks more like Lara Croft than Angelina Jolie did. Yes, also, Team Raider film with starring Angelina Jolie was actually garbage. So, um, <laughs> so I'm hoping this is better than that. Yeah, I think she's a great actress, and you're right, she, she looks the part. So, uh, yeah, here's hoping. Um... What else we got? We got a uh, solo. I know you won't bother watching that one, but uh, uh, it's okay. <laughs> Maybe the Han Solo spin-off. Uh, we mentioned Ocean's Eight. So, what do, what do you think of the trailer to that one? Uh, I thought it was okay. I thought it's more comedic. I didn't. I don't remember the F- Ocean's Eleven trailer to be that comedic, but the Ocean's Eight trailer definitely okay. played up the comedy of it. I, I don't remember the Ocean's Eleven trailer, but the film itself was quite comedic, so it wouldn't surprise mm. me. Uh, we've got another Jurassic World coming, which I, I quite enjoy the first one. I think it's... Yeah, but who? Well, hopefully they'll make a good sequel. But it's going to be the same story, though. That's the thing. Like, I don't know how far they can push the story. It seems to be the same story as Lost World, Jurassic Park 2. Yeah. We just like take the animals to a city. Yeah. Uh, we've got Mission Impossible 6, of course. We're both looking forward to that one equally. Mm. <laughs> um, we've got another Fantastic Beasts. Uh, at some point, we're getting another Creed, which apparently Sly Stallone is not directing now. He's he said he was, and then he decided not to. Um, yep, that's true. We there's kind of so first man I've mentioned before. That that's one I'm definitely looking forward to. It's um this another film from Damien Chazelle. He gave us Whiplash and La La Land, and it's starring mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling as um, Neil Armstrong. So and Claire Foy as his wife. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, Yes, if, if Damien Chazelle's recent record is anything to go by, basically both his films that he's done have been my favourite film of the year they came out. So uh, It's going to be very different though now. Like This is not a music-based film. No, I guess not. So, no. Yeah, it's going to be quite Can different. Can he do films that aren't about jazz? We shall find out. <laughs> um, do you know anything about Mortal Engines? I don't know whether that's a... I, that's a book, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I think it might be a series of books. I'm not, not sure, but... Um, but there's a film of that coming out in December, so the trailer's already launched. Uh, launched? What was I about? The trailer's out. Um, basically, whole cities are on wheels driving around. Steampunk. I think it might be a young adult thing. It looks quite fun. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mary Poppins Returns. Yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, that'd be a good one. It's been so long. Like I say, there was a period we're back when months and months ago when we were doing this but pretty much every time we did this we'd have more casting details from everyone I know over a year ago well, I but, uh, I was, I'm surprised that Julie Andrews isn't making a cameo in it she must be making a cameo in it no I, I have been trying to look for news about that because Dick Van Dyke is in it yeah. but I, I I'm, I'm convinced she's going to be in it maybe the, she has to maybe be it's, right. maybe it's a secret cameo or something. maybe she's even playing yeah. Mary Poppins or something <laughs> yeah who knows um, yes I, I don't know how that would work but <laughs> maybe um yeah, so you know, I've got game night down here, which from the trailer is either going to be fun or it's going to be absolutely terrible. Um, That's the one, Jason Bateman. That's it, and Rachel McAdams. Um, so, uh, it looks awful. <laughs> trailer, it looks very, really bad. You never know, but yeah, you're probably uh, you're probably right. The game night they turn into a kidnapping scandal. Yeah, that's basically it. It's a bit like that film Tag that I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Plus, it, maybe this is a whole new genre of uh, fun games to get out of hand. No, let's not. No, make a genre. Okay. fine. 
Uh, the only thing I've got here is uh, is Bumblebee. Uh, I mentioned it before. Which is the spin-off of the Transformers. The Transformers film. spin-off. Just because I think starring Hayley Steinfeld, not directed by Michael Bay, there's a chance we might get a good Transformers film. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't mentioned Coco. I am. So I've got a list oh, of you saw, you, uh, you animated films that are coming out. Okay. I, yeah, I, so yeah, the small animated films that are coming out next year. Okay. That I want to watch. So Coco, which I'm making you watch. Yeah, I've seen the trailer twice in the last two days. I, I really, yeah. I really don't want to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Pixar film. You're making me watch Mission Impossible. Okay, that's true. Yeah, uh, The Incredibles two, which is uh, coming out uh, as well. I'm looking forward to that one. And yeah. there are a few other animated films that are coming out next year, which are not Pixar okay. or Disney. And one of them is Wes Anderson film. Oh yeah, the um, Isle of Dogs. Who's doing a, yeah, who's doing a stop motion film called Isle of Dogs. And there's also a film which is made by the, the guys who did Wallace and Gromit. Mm. Which is Early Man. I'm pretty sure you saw the trailers for this in I did. The, uh, the show. And, and, the, uh, <laughs> and the DFS advert for it. Uh, featuring exactly. these characters, yep. Yes. For our, and, for our international audience, um, DFS is a discount furniture store. Uh, which I've just realised that's what DFS stands for. There you go. And I'm looking forward to watching them. Um, I will probably not watch Early Man. I will definitely watch Incredibles 2. Uh, and you have no choice but to watch and Coco. I have to watch Coco, apparently. But I'm not, ha- <laughs> I'm not happy about it. The trailer was so American as well. Why? What, what do you mean so American? <sighs> On the day that we... Ce- I'm, not, I'm not in the accent. On the day that we <laughs> celebrate the dead or something. It's like, well, no, first, no, we don't. You might do, but we don't. I'm going to be uh, the guy sitting unhappy by himself in that screening. Uh, <laughs> it's okay, Colin. Just, just, just think of me doing Mission Impossible. <laughs> but Mission Impossible is good. You must enjoy Mission Impossible. Anyway, yeah. uh, so just think of me doing the Mummy. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. So there you go. Uh, that's 2018. I'm sure there'll be other films that pop up that we haven't even heard of at this stage. Um, and I'm sure. Yes, you do. I'm sure we'll look back on this thing that will be. I'll be incredibly disappointed when I remember how much I was looking forward to game night. Um, <laughs> and I'll remind you of that. <laughs> yeah. Fine, there we go. Um, if you have any other 2018 films that you're looking forward to, uh, let us know at CDZ of Movies on Twitter, CDZ of Movies at gmail.com. Um, if there's anything we haven't mentioned or indeed anything we have uh, that we haven't built up enough, let us know. Uh, we move on to uh, Actor Factor, where we discuss the films of a particular actor, and this time it is Tilda Swinton. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to kick us off? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, a lot of the films that I've seen of Tilda Swinton we have mentioned in the podcast before. Oh, yeah. So I'm just going to briefly touch it on them. So she was in Doctor Strange. Yes, I thought she was very good in that. Yeah. She played the ancient one, although there was some controversial controversy with the casting choice. There was, although I think they were kind of stuck either way. Because if they did a kind of, kind of wise old Chinese man stereotype, oh. that'd have been racist. Yeah, I thought they, I thought they handled that as well as they could. Mm-hmm. She was in the Grand Budapest Hotel. Yes, yep. she's in quite a number of Wes Anderson films as well. To be fair, was she really? That's the only one I've well, seen. She was but... in Moonrise Kingdom as well. Okay. Hmm. Grand Budapest Hotel. Um, we, I think we mentioned before as well. I, I love the film. It's a good film. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. And quite yeah. a, I think quite a good intro to Wes Anderson. I mean, it's, it's very Wes Anderson. He had to Sunny, but it's kind of 
I think you can enjoy it even if you don't haven't previously enjoyed Wes Anderson films. Yeah, she was also recently in the film, uh, the Netflix film Okja, oh, sure. which I've mentioned before. Yep. Yeah, she plays twins. Nice. Twin sisters. Um, but I've mentioned it before, so I, I'm just going to talk about. I think her best performance is in We Need to Talk About Kevin. Oh yes. That I've seen, where she plays the mother of a son who did a high school massacre. Mm. Yes. Yeah, and that was probably. Uh, I mean, given given the 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 seriousness of the topic itself, you can imagine how much you know uh, she has to put into that role. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah, I think she. Yeah, have you seen that? No, I, I don't think it'd be my kind of thing. I, I've seen no. clips from it, and uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think I'd enjoy that. Um, she she also played twin sisters, I think, in uh, Hail Caesar, that kind of rival gossip columnist or something. I think. Yeah, that was one of those films that I wanted to see, but then you say it wasn't that great. Yeah, so I, I wasn't impressed. <laughs> with it. Although uh, my friend Sophie, I thought I think it was our favorite film of the year. So um, who knows. Um, she, it seems Tilda Swinton is, is excellent at appearing in films that I don't remember her being in so apparently she was in Vanilla Sky uh, mm-hmm. and Adaptation and Broken Flowers all of which yep. I've seen but I don't remember her, her, her <laughs> being in them uh, she played the White Witch in the, uh, in the Line That's the Wardrobe and Prince Caspian yes uh, which sure. I mean it was a bit she, she did the role as well as you would hope anyone could I think it's a, uh, she, I was terrified by the one from the BBC but I think that's because I was much younger um she was in Snowpiercer, which I've talked about before. Uh, um, the only other one I've got on here is a film called Trainwreck that my brother loves, which is pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> it's on Netflix. It stars Amy Schumer um, and uh, a bloke whose name I can't, I can't remember, but Simon's a big fan of him. So sorry, Simon. We did an act of factor of that. Did we do an act of factor of that? Oh, of yeah, him? we did. We did it of this bloke. I can't remember his name. Anyway, anyway, there you go. She's in that, and I think Simon was so amazed by her British accent that he sent me a link to the trailer when she was in it. So there you go. I would say the best film uh, I've seen that she is in is probably Grand Budapest Hotel as well, actually. So, yeah, I think the worst film I've seen her in is probably Constantine. Oh, she's not okay. Constantine, the one with Ke- um, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'd say the worst is probably Broken Flowers. It's a Bill Murray film. It's entirely forgettable. Oh. Right, we move on to the first quiz. Of, I don't know who's. Um, Who are we doing? No, I'm not in the next one. You're not even here next time. But, uh, oh, by the way, yeah, I'm not in the next uh, next podcast, guys. Yes, yeah, so we haven't let you know. So, uh, my, my, my good friend, your good friend, uh, David Park Froud, my old housemate um, and world renowned film buff, uh, is appearing on the podcast next time. And we'll be talking about Jack Nicholson films when he's here. Nice. I'm looking forward to that. Um, we move on to the quiz. And after that. And after that, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> after that the world um, we move on to the quiz the first quiz of 2018 uh, listeners will remember Sijan, that I won 2017 at the final question it was all <sighs> you're such you're so close though it was very close it was 9-8 overall uh, for the year uh, this time I say it's Ridley Scott um, there's so many films that we discussed done Colin which basically jeez what the heck are you asking me <laughs> so to I do I thought either I could research all these or I could research none of these so I went for the none of these option pretty much um, I mean, let's see what I've happens. tried to make it quite I mean I've chosen the more famous films they've done so yeah, I've, I've not gone really obscure I must say I hope not uh, first question's easy uh, who played Jack in the film Legend Tom Cruise Tom Cruise correct <sighs> 
<laughs> question you're happy, one. You're not happy about it, though. <laughs> no, it's just so many films. I was doing the research this morning. It was insane yes. to get through all well, of it, like, even without the alien films. He's 80 now. He's got a lot of time to make films. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Well, question one for me is, what iconic landmark was featured at the end of Thelma and Louise? Uh, the Grand Canyon. That's correct. That's a good film. Have you seen that film? I've not seen the film. I want to watch it. Yeah, Brad Pitt is in it as well. Yeah. I saw it for the first time last year or maybe the year before. Um, yeah, really good. Uh, Black Rain is mostly set in which Asian country? What? How many Asian countries can there really be? <sighs> How many Asian countries do you know? Uh, at least six. Uh, <laughs> Black Rain? Is it? I've heard of this at all. I'm going to guess. It's probably one of the big one, bigger ones. So I'm going to guess Japan. Correct. Good work. Um, yeah, I to I'd not heard of it, but it was one of Ridley Scott's bigger, well, kind of his breakthrough, I think. Hmm. Question two. In the film Black Hawk Down, what exactly is a Black Hawk? Ooh, I've not seen this film. Um, a Black Hawk is probably an Apache helicopter. Yeah, you're right. Oh, really? Oh, wow. It's a helicopter, really. So... I'll give you that. You're a good, man. Uh, of course, until you beat me again, <laughs> the last question, and I'll regret yes. this. It's generosity. Uh, question three. Uh, Ridley Scott's been nominated for Best Director Oscar three times. Uh, in three guesses, can you tell me two of the films? So, uh, Thelma and Louise and Gladiator. Oh, very good. You don't even need that. Uh, that's right. Do you want to stab at the third one just for fun? Or? Uh no is an acceptable answer um, no <laughs> no was Black it? Hawk Down in fact was the third one okay yeah. uh, question three from me is uh, so Ridley Scott has directed many films with Russell Crowe in it he has uh, which of his films stars Russell as an investment banker ooh uh, see I think it, this isn't my answer yet but it, I think it, it might have been a, a good year and then he, went, he gave up investment banking to make to have wine instead um, but then he was also an American guest I'm going to say a good year you're correct I've seen the trailer of that it looked rubbish um, <laughs> I, I think it was rubbish yeah, as well fair enough uh, 100% so far this is going very well uh, question 4 for you the first sequel that Ridley Scott ever directed was in fact a sequel to a film directed by Jonathan Dem can you name the sequel sorry what, what was the question <laughs> So the first, I don't understand it. What do you mean, like the sequel that he was directed was so the first directed by another person? No, so so the, the, he directed a sequel to a film that was directed by someone else. So he, so Ridley Scott didn't direct the first film, but he directed the sequel. Oh, okay. Just can you name the one that Ridley Scott directed? Okay, okay. Uh, is it Hannibal? It is Hannibal. Very good. You've done. You've yeah. clearly done your, your research here. Is... Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Uh. Question four. Yep. What Le Miserable song is also a tagline for The Martian? Ooh. Oh, it's going to be uh, Bring Him Home. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's a good question. I like that. Uh, okay, question five for you. Can you go for a 100%? Five from five. Um, which actor died during the filming of Gladiator? Uh, is this Oliver Reed? It is Oliver Reed. Very good. Uh, yeah, I've done my research. <laughs> it's the first quiz of the year, Colin. I need to like at least even, go. Yes, you're not even at work at the moment. You could spend all day just on the. Exactly. Uh, question five. So we mentioned this before. Kevin Spacey was replaced by Christopher Plummer. Yes. 
in, in all the money in the world for which character uh, that's John Paul Getty or J Paul Getty that's correct Wow, look at that. We've both got full marks. We're very, I know, right? We're very good at this. Um, <laughs> Seems like we've done this before. <laughs> uh, there you go. We start the year with a draw. Um, and uh, when Froudy and I do our podcast, we'll be quizzing on the films of the Cone Brothers. Um, That'll be good. Our main topic for next time, uh, Froudy and I will be doing films, our top, or trying to do a top 10 of films beginning with the letter D. Uh, you'll remember that oh. season you and I did a C, and since Dave's name begins with D, let's do a D. Uh, maybe we'll work our way through the alphabet eventually, but I suspect not. Um, so, if you, the listener, have any films between the letter D you want to let, let us know? Uh, me too, me too. I would like to come yeah, on one. Yeah, tell us. Uh, C to Z of movies, gmail.com, at C to Z of movies. I'll be putting something on Facebook if you know me. Uh, we got lots of uh, input last time, mainly because I didn't tell people it was for the podcast. Uh, <laughs> so, I'll see if I can con them again. Um, have a good time off, Sujan, uh, from the podcast. Thank you. I will. And uh, I'll speak to you in a month. Cheerio. Bye.